Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Well, good morning, you guys, and welcome to Political Coffee. Jeff Krupp is, I thought maybe his mic was mute. Jeff? It is mute. <laughs> Amanda? Okay. Yeah, All so, right. so now in about 30 seconds or less, I'm going to get text messages from, uh, I wasn't watching your chat there where you said, you know, unmute your mic, Jeff. <laughs> My bad. Anyway, it'll get. I'll get text messages shortly from Super Dave saying, "Ah, oh, there's that button thing again." Yes, it's a button thing. Anyway, welcome, folks. Great to have you with us today. It is um, another great day in America and in Oregon. It's a day to be optimistic about the future. There's a lot of stuff happening out there. A lot of it is, well, all of it ultimately is going to get. Um, What's well, going to impact you? Yep, Super Dave, there it goes. Yep. <laughs> Super Dave goes, where's the mic? Yeah, I know. Anyway, folks, great to be with you. Anyway, I've got a new advertiser that is going to be coming on soon. I'll tell you more about them. And you're going to love them. You are going to love them. In the meantime, what's going on here in Oregon? Well, I'll tell you what's going on in Oregon. If you dare, you know, as a Democrat, if you dare to go against fellow Democrats, you get smeared. And a great example of that is the OLCC chair who got fired by Tina Kotek. Because now the smears begin. Why? Because he filed suit against her, right? Saying that LaMotta, whom she took actual bag full of cash from, folks. Not check, but cash. Actual cash dollars. LaMotta pressured her to fire him. Because as OLCC chair... The OLCC is charged with implementing Oregon's cannabis laws and regulations. They didn't like Steve Marks. Steve Marks is a guy I've known. He was, he's always been a eh, moderate to lefty Democrat. He was John Kitzhaber's advisor. He was his staffer when Kitzhaber was in the Senate. And then obviously all of those years as Kitzhaber governors, governorships. So, if you go against, if you dare to expose the corruption of the left as a Democrat, guess what happens to you? The smears begin. There's a story today in the fish wrap by Noel Crombie. Here's the headline. OLCC chair sought, the, sought a case of Elmer T. Lee Bourbon for his buddy. The records show. And it has a picture of OLCC chairman Martin Revol. Records, this is the headline under this black 
Americans picture. Records, they say, turned up in a state criminal investigation into the diversion of Kentucky bourbon at the OLCC show Revol once asked the agency to help his friend get a case of hard-to-find bourbon, Elmer T. Lee. No, this isn't Steve Marks. This is somebody else. But you can bet This story is a diversion, as will be further ones, that you will see about Steve Marks, folks, and anybody else who dares to connect the corruption of those Democrat leaders of this state with actual violation of Oregon law. And they did, because they didn't report the bags of cash until somebody called them out. Who was that? That was Brian Boquist, folks. If you go against the powers that be that spend a lot of money greasing the palms of, you know, Republican legislators, mostly Democrats, doesn't matter who you are, you're going to get smeared, folks. Now, let's pivot from that to what's happening in the national news with Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, their corruption, and Donald Trump. Stephen Miller, who is a, an, a, a powerfully intelligent and gifted messaging spokesman for Trump, joined um, Eric Bowling and his show. And the quote from this is, quote, we are now jailing people for life because the government does not believe in their speech, unquote. This is Stephen Miller joining um, the cacophony, and it is a cacophony, folks, people standing up and saying, this is crazy, what they're doing to Trump. The Federalist has an interesting article today that you should probably read. And it says, the headline is six ways that Jack Smith, Jack Smith is the special prosecutor, appointed by Meritless Garland, as I call him. And I didn't originate that, somebody else did. I like it, I think I'm going to use it. Six ways Jack Smith's latest indictment is legally flawed and politically shady. Jack Smith, in a rush to get Trump, has done serious violence to our constitutional order and the Bill of Rights. And it goes through this. Now, this is an article by Will Scharf. Okay? Now, Will Scharf is a writer for The Federalist. Smart guy, knows what he's talking about. Because he's a former federal prosecutor, and he worked on the confirmations of Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett. He is, by the way, just to let you know, a Republican candidate for Missouri Attorney General. 
the six ways that this latest um, indictment is flawed. The first is, and I'm just going to read them to you because you, you just sort of need to know this in the overall context of where we're at and where we're headed as a nation. Number one, Jack Smith ports to know Trump's state of mind. Because this uh, indictment says that Trump knowingly lied. He knew he lied about the 2020 election. Uh, nobody believes that because it's all Trump has talked about. But how would he know that Trump lied? Has he flipped a witness that comes out and says, well, Trump told me that he knew he had lost the election. It wouldn't surprise me that they're going to try that. Number two, it criminalizes political speech. You say anything you want. Basically, in poli political, I mean, as this article points out, Hillary Clinton, Stacey Abrams and others for years have claimed, in fact, that was the subject of a Gateway Pundit story yesterday, which I put on the show plan. For years, they have claimed that the elections were stolen from them. Andrew Jackson claimed John Quincy Adams cheated him out of the election of 1824. Number three, proving Trump's specific intent. Now, the statute that he's citing here, Jack Smith, was originally designed to deal with violence against black voters by, guess what? The Democrat military arm of the Ku Klux Klan. Because, now, proving the specific intent here on this point is going to be almost impossible. Number four, proving a fraud conspiracy. The unindicted co-conspirators are all lawyers, and that presents another problem for Jack Smith. Number five, misapplication of the obstruction law. Yes, and number six, perfectly timing the trial for election season. Now, here's the reality, folks. Cash Patel was on yesterday, was on War Room with Steve Bannon. He's a lawyer, former federal prosecutor himself. He, in fact, laid out how this will not go to trial prior to the election. First of all, the judge has a history of not only being anti-Trump and making those comments, but giving to Democrats. She had to recuse herself from another trial that Cash Patel was involved with when he was a counsel for uh, the House Republican Committee. She had to recuse herself. She's not going to rule. I mean, there are so many motions and things that can go for Ultimately, if they try to push it forward, it will end up, I believe, in front of the U.S. Supreme Court. By the way, Jack Smith and Merrick Garland, they are saying that there was no late night ballot stuffing 
on election 2020. Wrong-o, because there's lots of video of it. By the way, did you see that Jack Smith admitted in the Florida case, the espionage case, that they misled the court? Did you see that? Bill Barr is covering for the deep state once again. It says, the latest Trump indictment is not about free speech when the entire case is about stealing First Amendment rights. It is about free speech. By the way, we did win a federal court case so far. Biden's pistol brace crackdown got rebuked. Huge win for peaceable gun owners. Lots going on out there, and we'll get to all of it today, plus your phone calls don't go away. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour, 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC Talk Line. Appreciate each and every one of you taking some time to listen. You can also send me an email and I'll do my best to read it on the air. That email, I have two email addresses. One is jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news, like the one I got from Jim. Flying robots, he writes. What? Labor shortage, question mark, he writes. Well, bring in the flying robots now. I don't get this labor shortage thing at all. How many millions of military-age males they claim have come here through the southern border? Are they just sitting around playing games on their Obama phones? Whatever happened to the migrant workers? Are we still handing out so much money that able-bodied people refuse to work? Something about this doesn't add up. Fox News reports, he writes, with labor shortages leaving a wealth of fruit to rot on the trees, farmers around the globe are seeing a glimmer of hope on the horizon of AI-driven robots fly to their rescue. These tech marvels are combating an escalating labor shortage that's leaving vast qualities of fruit, quantities of fruit, to decay on trees. The tech is pretty cool, and somebody's making bank on building and supplying these drones. Seems to me that the farmers made a smart choice replacing people with robots if a shortage of bodies is the issue. Imagine not having to pay the labor or insurance or worry about the pesky OSHA folks. Imagine you don't even have to own the drones. You can just call up whoever's enterprise handles it, brings them in, whips out the laptop, and off they go. He writes, I remember the days as a skinny kid that picked strawberries, picked beans, and hauled hay to make money. Had to get up and add them early and get a ride in the bed of a pickup to the field. I remember chicken catching late at night just down the road where we lived. Those were interesting times in the late 60s and early 70s. Well, the reason, the real reason we're going to robots to pick fruit, folks, is because the high cost of labor. And Jim sort of hit on it, not just the high cost of labor, but insurance. And then OSHA, government regulation, folks. You don't have that with a drone. You do with a human being. What a sad thing. Flying robots hit it right on the head. Now, let me address something that happened yesterday 
those of you living in the um, Salem area, the Salem of S City, City of Salem is basically breaking the law. And they need to be held accountable for it right now. You see, I got multiple pictures yesterday from Curtis, from Freddie, from Jim, from a bunch of other people about city of Salem is trying to get ahead of the expected votes to repeal the city-imposed income tax. And how are they doing that? Well, they're sending out these flyers. The About Safe Salem funding. Now, they have it on their website, okay? What they're trying to do is to blunt. They're trying to get ahead of the vote that they know is coming. Because as OBI talked about, and Marion Polk first, they have already turned in two and a half times more signatures than they need. Now they need to keep getting them. And those of you who are still out gathering signatures, please don't stop. We want to make sure that we send a powerful message. It's not just enough. But every time you talk to somebody about this, who maybe has not heard about it. Anybody who works within the city limits of Salem, you get a chance to educate them and you get a chance to begin. This is an opportunity, I keep telling you this, to move them to our side. To start thinking differently about who they vote for and why that matters. Okay? Don't stop. Go to letsalemvote.com. Print off your single signer petition. Even if you're not going to go to your friends and neighbors and get signatures from them, you can print off the single signer and you could put it in the mail. Or better yet, just drop it by and any other petitions you might have. OBI's headquarters, which is right next to the Capitol. It's going to cost you $506 per year. Don't you want to vote on that? I think you should. Anyway, OBI's headquarters, they have a drop box. You can print off the petition, all of that. Do not stop. City of Salem, because this they're, they're exploiting a technicality, but they're violating the spirit of the law. They're using your tax dollars to convince you not to vote, to repeal their income tax. And they're doing that with this safe Salem flyer that they just sent out to everybody. Now, technically, they can get away with it. You know how they can get away with it? They can get away with it because the signatures have not yet qualified this as a referendum for vote. Hasn't happened yet. That's how they can get away with it. They're violating the spirit of the law. Somebody ought to complain. Somebody ought to sue them. Since the left sues us left and right, somebody on our side ought to sue them, ought to make a complaint to the Government Ethics Commission about the mayor and these five counselors or whoever made the decision, which is a public records request, who made the decision to spend the money to send out this flyer. You see, Oregon law does not allow your taxpayer dollars to be used by any government entity to advocate for or against any opportunity, any issue that you get to vote on. They can't do it. And they're doing it, folks. They're exploiting a technicality. Somebody needs to hold them accountable. 
And you need to do that now because it can be used later in campaigns against these people trying to get around the law. Slimy politicians. That's what they are, folks. That's what happens when you do this. It's 6.30. When we come back, I got more to talk about. A lot more. Including how the U.S. House can immunize Donald Trump against these prosecutions. Yeah, you don't want to miss this. There is a way. Back in a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to be with you. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Emails to jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at kslm.news. Like the one I'm going to read you from Linda about tone-deaf Republicans right after I remind you about the importance of staying cool when we get the 90 and who knows, 100-degree days that are coming. Freedom, heating, and air can help you stay cool if you're not. You know, and and I got to thinking about this. It's not just that they can come out with their emergency services, which is, I mean, they've been around 50-plus years in the Mid-Valley area here for a reason. Emergency services is one of the biggest uh, ways that they've they've been able to survive the ups and downs of economic cycles because they offer real value. And getting out to your home immediately when you call or your business when things go wrong is one of the ways they do that. It's not just that. I got to thinking about how important it is that you just maybe – Call them to come out and look at your system and just do a tune-up, just an analysis of it. My father's widow does that twice a year. A different company comes in, and she lives a long way away from Freedom Heating and Air, so she's not really in their service area. But she does that twice a year, and I think it's a great policy. Her systems don't fail, and they do catch things from time to time. So don't wait until something fails. Call Freedom Heating and Air. Have them come out and do a tune-up. It's just an assessment. Give them a call. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Freedomheatingandair.net. Freedomheatingandair.net. Here's what Linda writes. Why do Republicans shoot themselves in the foot time after time? Oregon is just lost because the Republicans not standing up 30 years ago. Now, simply taking off six weeks at this critical time in our history has to be one of the dumbest things they've done. Just shows we can't depend on any of them anywhere, anytime. She's talking about Congress and the recess that they're in, Senate and House. Now, we don't have any Republicans that are U.S. senators. I get that. But we do have a couple of House members. The House ought to be working, folks. And they ought to be talking about this story, another story here. And and I'm going to get to this in just a moment. I want you to stay tuned. How the U.S. House can immunize Donald Trump. There's another Gateway Pundit story that you probably haven't heard about. I didn't see. I haven't heard about this anywhere in local media. Maybe I missed it. Maybe some of you have heard it. I haven't seen it. 
The headline is this. Evil to the core. A Portland hospital denies a woman cancer treatment after she sent a message criticizing them flying the transgender flag. Libs of TikTok broke this story. OHSU, which, by the way, gets hundreds of millions of dollars from us, the Oregon taxpayers. Oregon Health Sciences University Hospital. A woman receiving, this is what the libs of TikTok, what she tweeted. A woman receiving cancer treatment at OHSU was told she can no longer be a a patient at the clinic after she sent a message criticizing a trans flag hanging prominently at the entrance. She told us they requested that she go for, get this, re-education, quote-unquote, and she refused. So she sends this message. Here's what they send back. So this letter is to inform you that effective immediately you are discharged from receiving medical care at the Richmond Family Medicine Clinic. This action is being taken because of ongoing disrespectful and hurtful remarks about our LGBTQ community and staff. The provider staff at Richmond Clinic will continue to provide for your urgent health care needs until by, and it goes on. She feels unsafe, this woman. Her name is Marlene. And coming to the hospital with a massive transgenderism banner hanging behind the front desk. Plus, she's been getting death threats from radical trans activists. You see, again... You can only do this. So OHSU has dismissed her from all family medicine clinics, including immediate care. The hospital demanded she receive re-education training. This woman might die. The leftists have infiltrated every aspect of America including our hospitalization, hospital system, our medical care system. This is real, folks. This is happening here in Oregon. And they get hundreds of millions of dollars of your money. Now, as promised, Matt Gates, firebrand congressman, former federal prosecutor from Florida, was on Carl Higby, his show on Newsmax regarding this Jack Smith, the latest Jack Smith indictment against Trump. Carl Higby, former Navy SEAL, he broadcasts there now. Here's the headline. We can utilize, this is Matt Gates. I quote, we can utilize congressional immunities to immunize President Trump, unquote. Matt Gates reveals plan to fight back against Jack Smith's abuse. Well, how can that happen? Well, it's a brilliant legal maneuver. Matt Gates says, and you can watch this, and I'll, I'll have it on the show plan. 
First, House Republicans should immediately demand that Jack Smith present himself for a transcribed interview before the Judiciary Committee in the next 15 days. If he does not do that, then we should send a subpoena. If he ignores the subpoena, we should hold him in criminal contempt of Congress. That's the first thing. So you go after, just as they do us, you go after the messenger. Turnabout is fair play, isn't it? What's good for the goose is good for the gander. You use the statute because you see Congress authorizes, and you, including the U.S. House, the special counsel statute, number one, and number two is they fund it. Now, they're not going to be able to defund it because Biden and, first of all, they'd never get it done with the Senate. There are too many rhino Republicans over there, number one. Number two, even if they did, wouldn't matter. Biden would veto it. But they can go after Jack Smith, demand he come in and sit for a transcribed interview. If he ignores, they can subpoena him. If, they, if he ignores it, they can hold him in criminal contempt of Congress. That's why they're, that's the same thing that they are trying to jail Steve Bannon over. Criminal contempt of Congress for ignoring a subpoena to come and testify. He then says, Matt Gates, further, here's, this, here's the real part. Number two, that using, they can immunize Trump using 18 U.S. Code 6002-3-3. It gives any committee, here's what it says, or subcommittee of the Congress, the ability to subpoena a witness, bring them in, and functionally immunize them. They could literally call Donald Trump as a witness to a committee or subcommittee subpoena him and offer him immunity for his testimony. Now, it's not quite that simple, but I had never thought of that before, but it is a power Congress has. They could immunize Donald Trump by subpoenaing him, bringing him in, or they could immunize any of the other quote-unquote unindicted co-conspirators like Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, others, by doing the same thing. Now, understand, if you're Trump, you're going to sit for uh, a deposition in front of Democrats also. And all of this would be done, again, under oath. So Trump would have his lawyers there and he would have to speak, you know, they would have to advise him in how to answer certain questions. Now, the Democrats will come up with all the questions. They're going to try to trip Trump up. But this is powerful because this is one way that Congress, the House Republicans, can get in front of and block, functionally immunize Donald Trump, block Jack Smith. Brilliant, isn't it? What do you think about that? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. In a moment, back. There's more. There's always more, folks. It's interesting times we live in. 
fact, I got an email from Duh today's program. Get into that in a moment. Don't go away. Come on and sing my song. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. Yes, somebody who is working on the campaign to allow you, the people, the workers of Salem, to vote on this new income tax that the city of Salem imposed against your will, against massive public opposition, someone who is involved in that campaign should file an ethics complaint with Oregon's cover-up agency. Yeah, the Worthless Ethics Commission of Oregon. You do that not because you expect the Ethics Commission to actually hold the Salem City Council government accountable for breaking the law, but rather to use it as an effective campaign issue, and not just in the campaign that's going to happen to repeal the vote of the city council, to repeal this income tax, not just that, but further then to punish, as they should be punished, those five members of the Salem City Council who, in fact, ignored your will arrogantly ignored your will, and now are breaking the law by sending out these flyers, trying to convince you that, hey, this money's really being used for your benefit. You're going to pay a lot more, but it's going to keep you safe. They're playing on your fear. Yep, they are. Somebody should make a complaint. This is about strategy, folks. We'll get into more of that in a moment here, but I got to do two things. First of all, I got to remind you, if you're looking for a contractor, why don't you talk to Eric Azor, Righteous Renovations? He's going to be doing work on my home. As my home comes along, as is the building of it, he's going to be coming in and doing some of the stuff that he does really, really well, that he's exceedingly good at, and that is fine detail work in trim. And he's going to lay flooring for me and other things. He's a guy who absolutely listens to you and works with you to get you what you want. And he'll make suggestions to you that, well, even might cost him money. No kidding. Because he wants to do the best job for you. There's a reason why he does this, because he's a man of faith and he lives it and how he works with you. That's refreshing. Check out his website if you don't believe me. Go to RighteousRenovations.com. RighteousRenovations.com. 503-341-3816. 341-3816 is his phone number. Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. Doug writes this email. America is the greatest debtor nation in the history of the world. This is about the Fitch rating, the downgrading the dollar. Which, by the way, if Kevin O'Leary of Shark Tank says is far worse than what we're realizing. So also, by the way, does Steve Bannon in the war room and the people that he brings on 
Anyway, Doug continues. If you'd like a word picture, $33 trillion in national debt looks like a football field stacked with $100 bills, 130 feet tall. Insolvent countries that monetize their own debt get very bad reputations, not only around the world, but at home. Europeans, France, Persians, Korea, Japan are dumping U.S. Treasury bonds and refusing dollars for payment at our ports because OPEC now refuses foreign oil payments in dollars. In other words, foreigners see American treasury bonds in default. America is a rogue nation. The only thing we produce and export now is inflation. Monetary policy is boring until you discover you've been ripped off, Jeff. Electing the right candidate can't help us now. Yes, it can, Doug. In many ways that you refuse to ignore or that you refuse to acknowledge, rather, you are ignoring the reality of what a candidate like a Trump can do. In fact, you're ignoring what other actual states can do. Attorneys general, you know, conservatives, if they will do it, sheriffs can do. Yeah, electing the right people does a lot of things. And yes, the right candidate to be the next president of the United States is Donald Trump, because he can fix this. But we are on the precipice with the BRICS nations and what Doug and Doug has rightly described what's happening out there. China's driving it all. And guess who's selling us out? There's a story today in Red State about a blacklisted Chinese military manufacturer. Blacklisted Chinese military manufacturer acquired U.S. stealth technology. And because of Joe Biden and Hunter, the federal government approved that technology. And it goes on to talk about this story. The bottom line is this. A Michigan company that makes anti-vibration or stealth technology used on the F-35 fighter was acquired by a Chinese company. And guess who was in the middle of it? Hunter Biden, Devin Archer, and Chris Hines to a capital venture capital firm. Now, I just, folks, I'm going to leave it there. I'll have this on the show plan. But this is what's this is what's been happening, and this is why you need to listen to Steve Bannon's show, The War Room. It goes comes on right after I'm off the air. Get it on Roku. And I'm telling you, you will not listen to any other show, period, that gives you the reality of what's happening on a broad section of things, including this BRICS going after the U.S. dollar, everything that Doug, even though he's wrong about who we elect, everything he aptly described, things are going to change. They lay this out. They lay out the Trump indictments. They lay out all of these things. I want to remind you, well, I, I don't have time today. This Chinese thing's been going on a long time. And every now and then we send a missile through the window of their embassy, like we did in Belgrade. We just happened to send a missile through the window of the building of the Chinese embassy, where in fact, it happened to be the room for the Chinese intelligence unit 
was located. We did that to send a message, and we did that after one of our F-117 stealth fighters was shot down. Why would we do that? Well, we did it to send a message. Why? Because we knew then that China had been stealing, or in this case, buying our stealth technology. The Chinese gave the Kosovoans the ability to shoot down our F-117 because they had stolen it. Just like now, Hunter, according to this story, and Joe Biden allowed the acquisition of that same technology, which is now being used, the F-35 technology is now being used by the Chinese J-20 fighter, which looks stunningly identical to the F-35. A state employee who shall never be named writes this as an email. Can you get one of the Salem City Councilors for an interview on the show? Julie Hoy, who voted against the payroll tax, would be great. And Deanna Gwynn, who voted against it. You know, I should do that. This thing's going to heat up, folks. Keep gathering signatures. Go to LetSalemVote.com. If you haven't yet signed the petition, do it and turn it in to OBI's headquarters right next to the Capitol on Fort Street. Let's send a powerful message. Mm-hmm. We the people stand up. See you tomorrow. It'll be Freedom Friday for you on the talk.